takes care of business now it's time i don't want that vaccine kyle because you know what happens podcast. when you get that vaccine huh uh it alters your dna you could turn into some sort of swamp thing but oh then, sorry that's not how swamp thing works swamp thing's a plant he's a plant that thinks he's a man that's right uh also millions of people have taken it at this point it seems fine no yeah. you know there's been thousands of, of deaths reported it's weird seeing a a a, a, a white australian um, with the hashtag Farrakhan in, in his uh, his posts because they were uh, very the upset about the the VARs reporting their bullshit. I don't know. It's there's a tangled web of, of vaccine bullshit out there. What does it have to do with lose Farrakhan? I, apparently, there's some like some weird like Nation of Islam like uh, fracture uh, uh, splinter group that's like the vaccines are killing us. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a nation, there's um, some of the, the black identity movements that the Splinter Group's from, like Nation well, of Well, I mean, Islamist like, if you get any, pretty... any uh, group on the, the far extreme is going to be a little a little weird. Uh, yeah, I guess, I don't know, it depends on what they're about, I guess. I don't, yeah, but the, yeah, there's just a lot of fringe groups from everywhere. They're like, oh, the initial thought of like, oh, well, you can't trust the government. Of course not, right? 
But right. then, I'm, but you know, You're taking it too far, guys. Yeah. And the problem isn't that it's magic control vaccine. The problem I have with it is um, the capital part, the capitalist part of it. You know what I mean? Is the, the control of who gets to produce it, where it goes, blah, 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 sort of shit. That's what you should be concerned about. Not that it's some secret concoction that's going to lead to. Uh, total control of the population, especially because um, they already have total control of the population. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Netflix. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, streaming to your home now. Mm-mm-mm. Welcome to VHS Cult, the final episode. While we take a hiatus, a summer break, while I summer, get, summer, summer try to get my life back in order a little bit. Man, sounds like bullshit. Who wants to get their life in order? I only want to do the, the minimalist, minimalist amount of work to be a participant in society. I want to live in a van down by the river. Yeah. yeah. Or a lake. More like a, a lake. I want to live by a river. Gross. Yeah, mostly uh, listeners of the podcast know I don't necessarily engage with culture, mainstream culture very much in that I, I don't tend to believe in most things that people are supposed to do where i just kind of uh, see a lot of things as uh, obstacles or at least distractions from achieving true in not enlightenment but true like enlightenment satisfaction the only way is is to seek nirvana so yeah it's kind of sort of a buddhist ideas but more it's just more about self-satisfaction and finding true, a way to uh, en- enjoy life yeah. Well, only for uh, rituals, ritual masturbation. <laughs> so, I mean, me getting my life back in order just means like, oh, I'm going to go get a job at a tattoo shop or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like as a receptionist or something. <laughs> they don't want you. You're not pretty enough. I'll bring in all the ladies out here in Queen Creek. Oh, yeah. You are like a, you're like a Queen Creek in 11 and a half. I'm like a Queen Creek, like fucking 20. Go to, you used to go. I used to go to Quick Trip like after work when I got off work at like 11. And, you know, like that country bars across the street tons of like older women out there that be like hey pretty boy <laughs> they're, they're all drunk from uh the uh the, the country bar <laughs> the fucking uh getting tequilas and stuff yeah, oh, yeah, tequilas tequila. I can't. Why is it like tequila? oh no i was saying they're oh, at to getting tequilas yeah interesting i'm not usually called a pretty boy <laughs> hmm. yeah do i want crabs hmm. <laughs> interesting well i mean the, they were um not my style. I generally you don't, like uh, big titty golf girls. Yeah, like I don't like um, normies, especially like <laughs> bland normal white girls. That's kind of like what, what? So yeah, there wasn't my cup of tea, if you will. I like normas. Normas, Norma Jean, Marilyn oh, Manson. Oh, Norma Jean. I mean Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. What's Marilyn Manson's stupid real name? <laughs> um. It's like Greg or something. Yeah, Dennis? you know he was, was on. <laughs> he was on that show with the robot. Oh no, no, it was the show with the maid. He was on Wonder. Oh, Mr. Years. Belvedere. He was. Uh, he was uh, Fred Savage's friend on the Wonder Years. <laughs> he also had one of his ribs removed to get himself oral sex. Oh, crazy! Yeah, now what, he, a, what he, a lawless man. Even without his with his ribs being removed, his rib being removed at the, the stage, and now he's in, incapable of doing it. He's just swollen from all the booze and drugs. His face oh, is melting, too. Yeah, so uh, VHS Colt, we will eventually be back. We just need to take a little break. This is our final episode about 
basically the ultimate film of the 80s, I guess, for white millennials is The Goonies. Before we start talking about The Goonies, though, some more personal information. I went to the doctor. I have three testicles. Went to the doctor a few weeks ago because uh, I need to get my blood pressure medication filled. And I was also like, oh, it's probably time for them to reduce the dosage or maybe take me off of it. Because it's consistently, it was like 115 over 70, 75. You know what I mean? It was pretty good. Um, when I went to the doctor and they took it, it was 107 over like 68, which is mm-hmm. kind of low. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, yeah, they're probably going to take me off him. The doctor is like, nah, we'll refill for another three months. Um, worry about it then when you come back. And I was like, ah, okay, whatever. And so I haven't really been checking my blood pressure. I haven't been worried about it because I was like, whatever, I'm losing weight. My endurance is getting good. I'm be able to do, I've been doing like, I could do like 10, 12 rounds on the heavy bag now. So I was just like feeling good about myself. Who cares about my blood pressure? Last few days, though, I've been feeling pretty weird, you know, like kind of like foggy and out of it. And I was thinking it's just because it's been incredibly hot or it's starting to get hot again. And my body's just adjusting to it. Then today I went to pick up something off the floor and like got really lightheaded and couldn't really see for a second. And I was like, hmm, I should check my blood pressure. <laughs> and <laughs> and it, was, it was 80 over over question mark, question mark. No, it was like 100 over 65. And I just took it before I started the podcast and it was 105 over 68. So uh it's getting pretty low <laughs> i'm just too healthy too healthy to live yeah that's not necessarily what it means uh <laughs> that's about my wife's uh normal blood pressure and it's because of hypothyroidism so oh really <laughs> yeah hmm does she feel lightheaded and weird all the time uh well i mean that's she has some medication now but she used to feel like that a lot well yeah, I was lifting weights yesterday, and I was like, man, it's really taking well, it out of me. definitely be careful. I was like, man, this set's really taking it out of me when I was doing, like, deadlifts and not even a lot of weight, like 200 pounds. And I was like, it must be because it's, like, 90 degrees outside. I won't worry about it. No, I think it's because my blood pressure is really low. So what I'm going to do about it is uh, nothing. Maybe take half your medication? Yeah, that's actually what I'm going to do. <laughs> Yep, so that's cool. Uh, just an update to let you guys all know that I'm in just getting in ridiculously good shape. Um, I'm not as lean as I want to be, though, but uh, I'm just really powerful. I basically, I can fuck all night, ladies. <laughs> but I'm not going to. I mean, I might if I really like you. Actually, even like the first like few sexual encounters that I have with a new partner, no matter what, it's like, we got to go all out. You got to make it memorable. Even if it's just going to be a temporary partner, you want it to be memorable. I want to like, I, <laughs> I want to be burned. Everybody's memory. Yeah, yeah. Every <laughs> sexual partner I have, I want it to be like an important event in their life and my life. You know what I mean? It's, yes, but it sounds a little narcissistic. Well, I do have um, narcissistic tendencies. That's why we basically have two podcasts where I just talk about how cool I am. <laughs> that no one listens to yeah but it's fine i mostly just need to get it out it's for the benefit of myself (sighs) oh Um, and i have medical news too okay i don't know i got three nipples three of them you have a tail a mole oh yeah that's true i do have i have that patented uh, mcdonald's third nipple that dad has oh you got a mole like that too yeah it is i think it might technically be a third nipple i don't have any moles i don't think um, How many moles? I thought you did. I definitely remember some as a kid. You have one on your neck. Oh, I have a mole right on my hairline, actually. 
but it's um it does it's not discolored at all. It's just like a it's a white mole. <laughs> it's just a, a mole that looks like the rest of my skin. Well, that's like the my tail's uh it's a little little well, it's a large nubbin. No moles. Uh that's some personal see. information that I think like only like I don't know, five people know. Yeah, five people. Five famous well, I people. I guess my if you count my kids, they probably know. Mm-hmm. Um, my next shot, my second dose of the vaccine is on April 22nd. And, uh, I got an email on that says on April 23rd, that location is going to be moved indoors. So I really dodged the bullet on that one. (laughs) Oof, air conditioning. (laughs) Well, the way it is now, you don't have to get out of your car and it takes like 15 minutes, you know, but once it's inside fucking, I bet it'll take fucking forever. Can you imagine waiting in an actual line and shit? No way. I wouldn't even I get a podcast this. over here. Yeah, I wouldn't even get the second dose if I had to do that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, sixty percent is good enough. Yeah, that's fine. Sixty percent of the time works all fantastic. the time. Fantastic, you know. I mean, <laughs> there's been um, whole populations of people that would have killed for that kind of uh, immunities during like a black plague or a smallpox situation. Sixty percent is good enough. That's better than that's better than fifty percent. Not as good as sixty-one percent. I like those odds. I mean, you take those odds, those casino, you got those odds in the casino, you feel pretty good. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> that's like people like Blackjack's the best game to play because it has the best odds, but it's still like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you count cards and you're really good at it, you get mm, close to 50%. <laughs> yeah, it's still terrible. Terrible. Speaking of things that are terrible, not the Goonies, but every movie that gets made today. Yeah, oh man, just the opening sequence of the Goonies. I was not, I, you said this before. Um, we started recording or uh were you like days ago even um but i wasn't really in the mood to watch the goonies but as soon as it started i'm like damn this is a movie the goonies. i was like wow this is it also, i'm not saying it's a great movie but it it is a perfect movie this is what it's perfect for the type of movie it is it's a perfect kids movie and this is like one the the kissless uh directors who kind of run uh nerd hollywood right now that i always make fun of when they like think like there's like, so many kisses in this one yeah like wishful thinking and nostalgia that they have about like spielberg in the 80s and superman and shit like that this is the movie they're actually thinking of this is what i think encapsulates what the the hopeful uh positive nature of the spielberg and his like production team at the time this is what they're actually thinking of is the goonies but um, yeah, the kids get kisses in it and stuff in this one, and Joss Whedon and J.J. Uh, Abrams and stuff never, never been kissed. <laughs> uh, I mean, the first what ten minutes of the movie, you have uh, a mouth explaining that there's a sex dungeon in an attic mm-hmm. to, to the maid. Oh, uh, this is I, also the first time I've seen it uh, in like I haven't watched the Goonies in quite oh, a long time. It. I watch it. I've probably watched it once a year with the kids for the last five or six years. I haven't watched it in at least a decade, and the last time I watched it, it was just on you know a shitty DVD. And uh, watching it in like fucking high res Blu-ray, I was like, wow, I've fucking never seen the movie like this before. It was like <laughs> almost a completely different experience. I was like, holy shit! Look at all like the, the details and the sets and stuff. I was like, what the yeah, fuck? the the pirate set at the end is is gorgeous. Yeah, 
Uh, did you know that they kept it secret from the kids and then they sh- showed it to them? They were going to use that as a live reaction in the movie, but Josh Brolin said a, a bad word, so they didn't get to do that anyways. Oh, I also, I, I did know that, but I also know that Sean Astin said that he and um, Corey Feldman had actually seen it beforehand and just pretended that they didn't know about it. Oh, yeah, there's they lots like of uh, secret factoids about this movie that uh, everyone's really familiar with because I'm sure they've all been posting yeah, on Reddit got, about Richard it. Richard Donner said that the cast and crew used to go take dips in the, 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 the pirate ship pool after the set was over. That'd be fucking the tightest place to swim. Man, I've been drunk as hell. Fucking, I want to swim. Banging. I want to like fucking hang out swimming so bad. I've been, yeah, like, if I remember like a ridiculous rich amount, I'm that set is gonna be my swimming pool. No, fucking, I just want to go to some shitty pool and swim in the backyard and get fucked up. Well, I mean I'm that too, about. but I'm just like, I just want to chill at the pool so bad, dreaming about it, having sex dreams about pools, having sex with them. Oh, sticking them in the the little little jet nubbins like the mm-hmm. that kid we knew. <laughs> In elementary school, yeah, you can't have sex in a pool. It's uh, it's water is more more frictious than you think it is. It's also really bad for um booties and UTIs and all sorts of shit. My God, the pH level of your vagina will be ruined. Don't do it. I've already done that through douching, Kyle. So thank you. Oh, don't do that either. Oh, geez. The vagina can clean itself. It's the, one of the most powerful organs in the world. <laughs> vagina is unstoppable. If there was a kaiju that was just a vagina, we wouldn't be able to stop it. <laughs> all we could do. I'm pretty sure there's it. like an oyster kaiju out there somewhere. Well, all we could do is worship it. That's what we'd have to do. Just like in the old days, we'd have to worship the symbol of fertility. A vagina? A giant vagina. There'd be men, hopefully me, whose entire job would be to stimulate the giant clit all day. I would work hard to save millions of lives. I think it gets raw after a while. A noble pursuit. (laughs) No, this is a god vagina. Anyways, this has been about the Goonies. Yeah, the Goonies. All right, whatever. So... Steven Spielberg produced, written by Chris Columbus. Um, Yeah, I'll say Richard Donner directed it. You know, he can write a movie. Yeah, he's. Uh, he, I mean, honestly, he's not. He can't direct, but he can write one. I mean, he, the fucking Harry Potter's he made sucked, but you know, <laughs> he directed uh, Rent. Didn't he direct the Rent movie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. That's his directorial work. It's not uh, like an amazing work of uh, cinematography or anything or acting aside yeah, from. Yeah. Anything the director's somewhat responsible for, it's kind of all uh, Rob Williams did it. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, you, you know, he writes shit or he used to write shit. I don't think he writes shit anymore. Uh, I'm sure there's like a Goonies 2 item on IMDb that's like. Been oh, there's been Goonies 2 uh, rumors like 500 years. It's got to be. Yeah. Wasn't there's a video game? A video game? From, uh, for the Nintendo NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh. Well, well, well. Uh, Christopher Columbus, or <laughs> Chris Columbus, I guess. Well, Christy Columbus. Christy Columbo. In addition to the Goonies, he also wrote Gremlins. So that's why the, the, he, gets, he gets the stamp of approval for being a pretty good writer for a couple movies in the 80s. Because I can't leave anything else he wrote that's like particularly amazing. He did other stuff, too. I know he did. Yeah, like nine months or bicentennial man or something you know what i mean like I oh, bicentennial. that's a that's a perfect movie that's a terrible rob williams movie. 
<laughs> uh, Steven Spielberg produced and also helped write the movie. Uh, I don't know how much his what his contribution to the story is, but he's got a story by credit. And then Richard Donner, of course, uh, directed Superman, all sorts of shit in the 70s and the 80s. And then uh, he continued to make movies in the 90s, but none of them very good. I mean, Lethal Weapon, Scrooge, yeah. he directed Scrooge. Lethal Weapon 2, I think he directed. Um, what was in the 90s probably the other lethal weapons he did like lethal weapon 3 maybe he directed that i'll look him up let's find out what you don't anyways he sort of solidified himself into the canon of those kissless virgin directors by making the superman one and two and i don't know about you but i cannot stand the 80s superman movies i think they're god awful yeah, the best thing about the the '78 Superman is the theme, and eh, everything else is awful. I, I mean, honestly, the, all the Superman movies are not. None of the Superman movies are really good. I will say that at least his Superman isn't depressing. Yeah, I guess it's just when we went back and watched uh, Tim Burton's '89 Batman, it was like just compare that to the Superman movies since they're arguably in the same decade or whatever that is like head and shoulders leagues beyond what the fuck it's like corny as uh, batman is it's like not the same level of just absolute 80s terrible cheese that the superman movies are i i I agree with you i just kind of feel like it's i don't know it's one of those weird things where it might be a necessary stepping stone to get batman well yeah Yeah. without superman movies there's no batman and whatever there's no avengers either hey baby huh I don't know about that. I think that has much more to do with the comic book boom and uh, bust. Uh, that has more to do with the economy than um, any other <laughs> works of art, to be honest. <laughs> but for sure, without uh, Superman, there's no Tim Burton Batman. Without Tim Burton Batman, there's no X Men. <laughs> Spider Man. Without X Men, there's no Spiderman. Yeah, besides Richard Donner's claim to fame. Uh, nerds love him. I don't know. He he directed the Goonies. <laughs> so thanks for that. Uh, also, it looks like every Lethal Weapon movie, including the forthcoming one. He did Lethal Weapon 4? Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize he was still directing. What was that other Mel Gibson movie he did where uh, he's like a conspiracy man? What's that movie called? Oh, cons- it's uh, it's called Conspiracy Theory, as it? it turns out. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> I know he directed that one. So uh, that's cool. Good for him, man. I, you know, he's steady work. What's he up to these days? Just all this shit. Uh, there's supposedly Lethal Weapon 5. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Well, let's talk about the cast of the Goonies. So Sean Astin. Not familiar. Uh, he goes on to be Samwise Gamgee in Lord of the Rings. That's about it, though, right? I guess Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, it, though. I like him in uh, uh, Fifty First Dates. That was after Lord of the Rings, too. What's crazy about that is you think about Fifty First Dates, and you that movie feels old and, like, lame, right? But you that's after Lord of the Rings. You think about the Lord of the Rings trilogy, you're like, timeless perfection. <laughs> uh, fellowship, for sure. It says a lot about that trilogy. I honestly, I was talking to our dad the other day because he was watching uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. He didn't like it either. 
And I was thinking He's like, where's the red berry juice, goddammit? I was just like, I think, I'm pretty sure Lord of the Rings, that was the last time we got, we were ever going to get, like, an epic scale movie that's actually good. That was the last time it's ever going to happen. Oh, no, we got those Avatar movies coming out. <clears throat> those are just going to be CGI bullshits. I mean, James Cameron, he's directed a lot of good films. He seems like an interesting guy. Um, he, I, he's really passionate about Avatar or whatever. I don't care. <laughs> it's going to be some weird CGI cartoon bullshit that I do not care about. I really miss Matt playing and Matt work. I don't. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. Lord of the Rings, yes, it utilized CGI because it had to, but they made miniatures, sets, thousands of pieces of armor. You know what I mean? So much work went into that movie. And it, it, that's why that movie is going to stand the test of time and it doesn't look fucking ridiculous, god awful all the time. And now it's like when you're talking about King Kong versus Godzilla, man, they fucking just had a CGI studio uh, animate the ocean. Like just an open, just a landscape shot of the ocean, establishing shot of the ocean, no other pieces to it or anything, an animated ocean. And they could have just filmed a fucking 30 seconds of the actual ocean. <laughs> they could have filmed 30 seconds of the actual open ocean anywhere they wanted to, right? Maybe done mm-hmm. some light color correction. Matt painted the background, right? They could composite in the CG like, elements. CGI in the uh, the ships. No, they're like, well, like a few years ago, someone created a technology that made, quote unquote, realistic oh, water spray. And they're like, all right, now we don't ever have to film actual water again because <laughs> it looks that shit looks so legit. And then everything looks so cheap now too because it's all just like I said, a pop up CGI well, studios yeah, that are really gonna just like everything is like, out a, of, like a video game cutscene. It's a fly by night operation, and like yeah, it's fucking movies are done. I hate them. <laughs> Watch Psycho Gorman. <laughs> oh, Psycho Gorman rules. It's the corny, sometimes too corny on accident, not corny the way it wants to be. That's my only complaint about it. But otherwise, fucking measure of power. I know, sometimes I feel like you, a movie has to be corny and unintentionally. Otherwise, I don't, I don't care. You know, it actually kind of maybe legitimizes it a little bit more now that I think about it. That's right. That's my point. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Rest of the cast. Josh Brolin, the son of James Brolin. Uh, his career absolutely fizzles out after Goonies, but he makes an incredible resurgence. <laughs> Luckily, because without Josh Brolin, we would have never had Jonah Hex. <laughs> his greatest comic book <laughs> Absolutely. He's got three. Jonah Hex, Thanos, and... Cable. He was Cable, remember? In oh, Deadpool yeah. Two? Which is lame. Cable's supposed to be like seven feet tall. Uh, they actually I'm Josh like, Brolin, hey? hey I'm, I got big boots. They actually lampshade that in Deadpool, too. Like that he's too little to be Deadpool or too little to be Cable Run. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at his IMDb to see what he was actually doing for that time period. He was in uh, TV shows. Oh, he was in like uh, soap operas and shit. See, he's always working. Mm. He was always working, actually. <laughs> but he wasn't on my radar again until uh, no Planet Terror. Oh. Yeah, when he shows up in Planet Terror. And then, yeah, No Country for Old Men. And then, uh... <laughs> w? Wasn't he in W? Uh, Bush, whatever the hell was all over. Yeah, he's in W. W. Milk. He's pretty good in Milk. Jonah Hex, of course. True Grit. <laughs> True Grit's a good one. 
Take a man here, and he's over there. Oh shit! They uh, I forgot he's the main character in the uh, fucking remake of Old Boy, Spike Lee's Old Boy remake. <laughs> oh shit! I've never seen Spike Lee's Old Boy movie the remake, and I don't think I ever will. It's terrible. Don't ever check it out. And most importantly, though, he is in one of my favorite movies of all time. It has like my favorite aesthetic in a film, Inherent Vice. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen Inherent Vice? Yeah, yeah, I've read the book and I've seen it. Oh, you Tom, Thomas Pinchon. 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 Yeah, it's, it's his most straightforward book. Everyone should check out the. Oh, yeah. I like the book. It's way better than the movie. I like the book on its own, and it is a better detective story than the movie. But um, just the the way the movie looks and like the acting and like the vibe of it uh, is it like I like uh, Benicio del like, Toro. He's like, like all boned up. To be honest, <laughs> and Joanna Newsom's in it as the angelic narrator. It's just good shit. Uh, when it came out, Edgar Wright uh, coined the, the turn of phrase, saying they should have named it "Inherent" twice because he said you needed to watch the movie twice to completely understand it. He would say that. Mm-hmm. He's a weird I'm British man. So that covers Josh Brolin. Um, he's the older brother. He's. Uh, he loves working out or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and correcting his mother. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Jeff Cohen plays Chunk. I don't know what happened to that kid. I don't care. Uh, just I, 100%. I, you, you should know because we watched the same like documentary thing at one point. I believe he's like an entertainment lawyer. Well, c- good for him. He's just Chunk as far as I know. He's doing a truffle shuffle to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Corey Feldman is in it. Uh, everyone knows. Whatever happened to him? him? Well, he's a celebrated musician now, actually. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He uh, and a porn auteur. Yeah, he's done it all. He's been friends with Michael Jackson, possibly molested by Michael Jackson. <laughs> um, then he makes music now where he sort of mimics Michael Jackson, which is a little odd. Uh, Sean Astin was one of his music videos. That's a fun thing. Mm-hmm. Must owe a big favor. Uh, Corey Feldman, though, to be honest, uh, was a very talented child actor, and he appears in a lot of really good 80s movies, uh, specifically this and The Lost Boys. Yeah. And um, the other one we watched, Stand By Me and Gremlins. We've watched, we've, what a fantastic actor. Basically, we've watched all the all of his hits, I think. Uh, Corey Haim was in the, the werewolf one, right? It wasn't Feldman. No one's in the werewolf one. What are you talking 100% about? 100%. He's someone bullet. Is it Silver Bullet? No, it's oh, the Howling. The Howling, maybe. Mm, I don't know who's in the Howling. Silver Bullet's a kid in a wheelchair. Oh, also, he plays, remember, he plays Tommy, childhood Tommy Jarvis in Friday oh, yeah, the 13th, no, the final chapter, too. which we watched on Twitch. We didn't do an episode about it on VHS called Technically. But, uh, so we, we have seen all the hits, I think. <laughs> well, he was also uh, Donatello in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Dude, was, he was, you're right. Holy shit, Donatello. Oh, That's man. the only other one I got. Probably when we videos. come back from hiatus, maybe we'll watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I love the 90s one. The f- 1991, the first one, is that's a legit, like, fucking good movie. Um, supposedly the new comic book's pretty good, but I haven't, I haven't read it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I the, the, the only Ninja Turtles media I've interacted with since, I don't know, the early 2000s was, uh, like, the 2012 Nickelodeon show because my friend liked it a lot so mm-hmm. I watched it to get uh, closer to her not in a manipulative way just because like she's really into <laughs> it just like 
just gives more to talk about or whatever. It's uh, wasn't that bad. It's pretty good. They made tons of references to like trauma films, and <coughs> there's an episode that has um, <coughs> uh, what's the the villain from Big Trouble in Little China? Um, 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 Lopan. Well, I thank you. Uh, also, you're not allowed to look things up on the podcast because then it's just the sound of your keyboard going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they have an episode that has Lopan in it, which is pretty good. And then, yeah, there's lots of trauma references and all sorts of cute stuff in it. Beyond it, uh, just being pretty interesting. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles story. She was um, in love with the depiction of Splinter in that series. In like a, you know, strange Tumblr way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I I've, never, uh, I've never had one of those weird Tumblr crushes. I don't, I've, I I've actually that. never had um, any sort of long-term relationship of any kind with a fictional character. You know what I mean? Oh. Like I, I don't have... There's no fictional characters that I didn't immediately... I, you know what I mean? That can, anything about them continues to affect any other aspect of my life. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. But they're I'm just... I've, even <laughs> I'm not emulating myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even as a kid, it was just like, is the character interesting or not? You know what I mean? I was mm -hmm. looking at it from not and not to say even as a kid, I was like an intellectual who wanted to be a writer. But like that was the my thought process is I was looking at it from a storytelling perspective. I just didn't wasn't aware of it at the time as a kid. You know what I mean? I wasn't like, oh, boy, I want to be just like Kurt Russell in Big Trouble in China, you know? Which is now, uh, you know, I take it back. I, there is one person uh, in one movie that I would like to emulate myself after. Thanks Snake, for reminding me. Snake Plissken? No, no, no. It's, it's Kurt Russell. It's uh, in Big Trouble Trial. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Burton? Well, Jack Burton. That's a great. You know Halloween. what Jack Burton says? That's a great Halloween costume. Just the Jack Burton. <laughs> yeah, because it's and... so fucking easy. It's blue jeans and a tank top. Yeah. It's feathered you, hair a little bit. You gotta I got the in, hair for it right you now. You got to be in pretty good shape, though, too, because he was in pretty good shape in that one. That's an important aspect of it is be kind of buff. I'm kind of buff. Kind of, no, you're not. You got You have the penultimate dad bod. The only dad bod that's more dad bod than yours is. Mm, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think I have that much of a dad bod. <laughs> Bill Burr. <laughs> no, he's pretty skinny for an old man. I wouldn't say he's fit, though. He just looks like he doesn't eat, eat well. Oh, shit, man. Fucking. I hope my friend still doesn't listen to this podcast, but it also. Why? She's, she's offended by her, your, her love of Splinter that it's come out? You didn't well, say her name. No one knows. She knows. Also, we're not friends anymore. She's the person who stopped being friends with me anyways because of, I don't know, I'm emotionally hard to deal to with. Podcast. Probably. It was around the same time. But it is sometimes I'm emotionally hard to deal with, especially if I'm going through shit. I'm not, um, if you don't have patience for... Date watch update. If you don't have patience in your friendships, I'm, I'm not a good friend to have. Not that I'm like mean or anything like that, but like, like if I go, I'm You're moody. Yeah, I'm tum I'm tumultuous to, to be around just because uh, the the I'm not necessarily always in healthy environments or doing healthy things, and I don't know. Yeah, I'm moody. Things happen. I got problems with my brain. I should probably still be on medication, but my medication is lifting heavy shit, and it's been working out. As soon as I get a job again, though, expect everything to be crumbling down. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. Uh, something we'll look forward to. Carrie Green, she plays Andy. Andy, that Goonie. She's also in Summer Rental. 
and that's all I can remember. Yeah, I don't know. You got me? Cool. <laughs> she seems you want me to look her up? Hold on. No, no, no. It's fine. She seems like a, a sweet girl. Um, She's good in this movie. Hopefully, she didn't get destroyed by Hollywood. You know what I mean? That's sweet. Well, I, mean, odds are, I mean, odds are in her favor, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Martha Plimpton, she played Steph. Who's Steph. Andy's friend? And I. She's got a great vibe about her. She's got a lot of good energy. Yeah, she's funny. She's a good foil for mouth. Uh, she's the only person who uh, shuts him up. I can't leave anything else she's in either. So hopefully, Hollywood didn't destroy her life. And I hope she's doing very well out in the world. I know there was like some like um, Goonies reunion they did during the pandemic, but I didn't watch that shit because, like I said, I don't. Uh, the same way I don't care about uh, characters after I've really watched something, they don't you know continue on with me as like real people or any of that strange behavior. I also uh, don't care about nostalgia baiting bullshit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I don't care about that stuff generally. I'll even go further and like I don't even necessarily like to. Um, th- at this point, I don't really like to hear too in depth interviews with authors or writers or directors at this point because I feel like it. When I go and then watch or read something, I'm like, oh, I can see how the sausage is made. I like to hear interviews with directors where they talk about other people's movies. Yeah, I would not talk about them. Like I like Martin Scorsese when he just gets he just runs off like 300 fucking movies that you're kind of familiar with, maybe you've never seen, never even heard of, and he's like, here's how it connects to this, blah blah blah. I mean, Quentin Tarantino does the same thing, but in more of an annoying video store employee way. Because that's what he is, an annoying video story. <laughs> but it's still interesting to a certain extent. Um, do you ever watch uh, Jim Lee's stream? Like when he's drawing or inking stuff? Fuck no. I don't watch any streams. Mm. I like to watch people ink. It's uh, really relaxing. I used I was... to like inking or coloring, but I don't, I don't yeah. know if I like watching someone else do it. It's kind of like I like playing video games. I used to like playing video games. I don't necessarily like watching people play video games. Mm-hmm. They, I don't know. There's something relaxing about watching people ink. What's, what's all uh, Mr. Lee got to say though? I don't fucking. I don't know. He does. He. I just watch him ink. Was, I just oh, he, he, what we're talking about. Thought he was gonna have a, a nugget um, of wisdom. Well, I just thought it's just fun to watch him ink. We also got uh, K Hoi Kwan who plays Data, and he's also in uh, Indiana Jones. I don't know what else playing he did. Short round playing basically the same character, a racial stereotype. <laughs> Um, uh, and, I'll, uh, and Kyle, in short round, he doesn't know anything about technology. Oh, yeah. Well, he was born in 1971 in Saigon, Vietnam. He was in X-Men. Who did he play in X-Men? Oh, no. Additional crew. What What does that mean? <laughs> Buddha Blights. He was in Encino Man. With Sean Astin? With Sean Astin. <laughs> and. And. Pauly Shore is that oh, yeah. the weasel? <laughs> we- Weasel the juice. Holy shit. I'm like, oh. he can't be talking about ben- Brendan Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan Fraser's cool too. But like fucking Pauly Shore, man. I want to go back and watch those Pauly Shore movies. Like Encino Man. Uh, <laughs> the jerk. In the army now, right? Uh, yeah. And uh, What's the farm one? Uh, fucking, yeah. What? <laughs> it's the college. Son-in-law. 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 No. Yeah, man. That's fucking that so one has good. too many amphitheaters in it. Yeah. Childhood. Crush. And um, the fat kid from uh, Sandlot, right? Oh, no. It's just another fat ginger, huh? 
No, no, it's a fact from Sandlot. Yeah, is it? And uh, and the dad the from one of years. Oh man, it's got everybody. All right, yeah. double feature when we come back. It's we're going Fuck crazy. Man. It's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, we're gonna come back and do a retrospective on Paul Shores' like entire '90s run. I think <laughs> he's in the Joes. Right, let's do two, let's, so. let's just do a Teenage Mutant Turtles right when we come back, and the next one we'll do a really long one that's Paul Shores. <laughs> Paul Shores. You got to rank Paul Shores. So too. in uh, Son-in-Law, it has a. Uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, which is uh, your childhood crush. Whereas in uh, the fucking army one, it has oh, yeah, Tank Girl. Tank Girl, <laughs> which is my childhood crush. What's that army one called? In, in the, the army, army now? No, it is in the army now. I wasn't sure I got it right, man. Shit, Lori Petty. That's, that's Tank Girl. I always forget her real name. <laughs> She's a Tank Girl, man. Mm-hmm. Every time I see him, oh, it's Tank Girl. Oh yeah, I'm. Oh shit, it's Tank Girl or uh, Kit from A League of Their Own. <laughs> no, even then I'm like, hey, Tank Girl's playing baseball. <laughs> yeah, Tank Girl's in A League of Their Own. I most recently, oh man, they threw Tank Girl in prison. She's gone crazy. <laughs> What's that? Oh, she's an orange and new black. I thought I told you that. Oh yeah, I think you did. And I was like, how's she looking? And you said, eh, not great. <laughs> <laughs> she was always she was always not really conventionally attractive. Anyways, I guess. Yeah, and also it's like they're, they're like making all these women look not great, you know, because like it's supposed prison. to be prison. Oh, I thought it was, um, get away with it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I thought they were doing more of like a grindhouse erotic uh, lesbian prison sort of thing. Is the, <sighs> I the don't know, they try to, try to straddle the line. It's really confusing sometimes for which angle they're going with. Um, so they're like, oh, we're gonna do a, you know, it's a definitely bit not a grindhouse, house, but yeah, keep it safe, mm-hmm. not make sure we don't get a lot of trouble on the internet. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's just like. <laughs> I don't know. If you're going and expecting a lesbian grindhouse story, you're coming in with the wrong expectations. Convict movies make her horny. Um, Jake is Robert Davi. Is uh, he's one of the Fratellis. Uh, do you recognize him? He's one of those that guys. Yeah, right? he's uh, you know, he's, he's in, in other he's shit. In Daredevil. He's Daredevil. He's uh. <laughs> Right, and he's in, yeah, he's in all sorts of shit. Um, oh no, you're that's Joe Pantoliano. Oh Pantoliano. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Damn, like a Joe Pantoliano is like that's like he's a famous that guy. He's in Memento, uh, Bad Boys, The Matrix. He's 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 like one of the he's like one of the kings of that guys. Everyone knows Pantoliano. He's got a very Italian name. <laughs> it's Giuseppe Pantoliano. I'm talking about Robert Davey, who plays his brother Jake, who's also an 80s that guy and 90s that guy. Can't think of any examples, but I guarantee, listen He's to me, him. me, Kizza, I let you know he fucking he was in movies. <laughs> and of course, the matriarch, Anne Ramsey. <laughs> you can see why she would be thrown from a train. <laughs> yeah, so she's in Throw Mom from the Train. <laughs> a, a, a wonderful Danny DeVito film. They're all wonderful, Danny DeVito. Yeah. And she's in Scrooge. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, she's like another, like, kind of, at least, character actor. Yeah, she's a successful, famous character actor all throughout the 70s and then into the 80s. And then she's thrown the train. Yeah. And then she, she died in 88, according to the internet. So that was kind of it. But um, yeah, they threw her from a train. That's how she does. <laughs> all right, we could, that's all the casting crew you need to do. No, who did the music? 
I don't know. I could look it up, but the music's really cool in it. I really, it's a very nice use of like synthesizers, and I love all the uh, the spooky stings when like they get when they're on the path of One Eyed Willie and they find like a little bit more evidence or an important event, and it does a little spooky sound. What else? You got anything to say about the Goonies? I mean, uh, it's a uh, again, it's a pretty per- close to perfect movie for what it is. I don't know that you should base your entire film canon around the Goonies. Well, that's why they just it's uh Steven, Steven Spielberg. The vibe of Steven Spielberg writ large is what um unfortunately the mainstream uh directors well, I mean, and Hollywood like, is Lost all about Strange, right Lost, Lost Strange, the Stranger Things. I was some Lost Things. I don't know what the fuck that show is. Stranger Things uh, borrows pretty heavily from from Goonies. You know, what I mean, the whole vibe is kind. of of a, a Goonies vibe. It's all all the same shit as J.J. Abrams and. But Although the, I guess you talked about too, like the like because this wholesale ripout scenes from E.T. and shit. Yeah, and it's oh Stephen King font, and uh, let's do a John Carpenter soundtrack. Yeah, it's all these vague ideas they have about eighties films, and like no none of the actual spirit or blood of it. It's just a bloodless recreation for the sake of recreation uh it's uh we live in a dead-end culture um it's referred to uh, in philosophy as hauntology i think the episode the episode we did on akira like our 50th episode that i talked all about hauntology which is uh, what we are absolutely suffering from currently culturally worldwide is we have no concept of there being any new futures (laughs) So we endlessly retreat back to the past and recreate it, which is pretty grim when you, if you think about what might be the motivating factors for it. But also, uh, I guess, realistic, since we most likely do not have an actual future. So pff, right on. Yeah, day watch update. <laughs> right on, Stranger Things. Get that money. I mean, that at the end of the day, you know what? Netflix, give me give me a million dollars. I'll write some fucking nostalgia bait bullshit for you. <laughs> Just listen to this podcast. Me, I have it all figured million. out. I have it all figured out. I know the beats and the, the elements to put in it. <laughs> I would never do some hack job like that out of passion, but I'll do it for money. <laughs> I mean, are they doing it out of passion? Yeah, maybe, so those maybe, maybe maybe season one. Yeah, they absolutely thought they they're like, man, this is gonna blow people away. No one's ever seen the thing. Well, they were right. It fucking went over like fucking gangbusters. Yeah, it's true because the, uh, the, the uh, most of the population are fucking idiots. Anyways, buy our books and movies. Yeah, right. We'll never get published. I'll never get published. <laughs> that's for sure. They're like, you know, these sex scenes a little too explicit. <laughs> <laughs> These are the what's with uh, you and eyeballs going on vaginas? <laughs> you ever read a little little something called Story of the Eye? It was very uh, very important uh, uh, novella for me at nineteen. <laughs> life. Every one of your sex scenes takes place next to a dead body. <laughs> I like keep raping priests. <laughs> Except that for pre- my, the priest wasn't rape, was it? I don't. That's not how I. Oh, uh, I guess it was the murder was some form of some form of seduction. I guess, yeah. My version of it, instead of priests, though, would be cops all the time. That's what happens. Oh, you mean they rape cops? I thought you'd well, say cops rape. are doing the rape. I mean, yeah, okay. Never mind. Oh no, no, no! I mean they rape and kill cops. <laughs> cops are doing rapes all the time. 
that'd be the the entire series i would write is just an ongoing series of raping going out <laughs> let's see i'd like to see them do the tv adaptation on uh cbs right after eight hours of cop copaganda <laughs> law and order svu they're they're eight hours well, no, CBS has a lot. NCIS, uh, SWAT, SEAL. You know what I mean? They have endless yeah, yeah. propaganda for the military and police and stuff. And that but shit off. Just, like, it's just old. It's not even boomers. It's like the greatest generation still. Whatever. It's all everything. All TV is just fucking propaganda. The only thing you can trust is. Not the Weather Channel. Uh, that's propaganda. That's the. There's trying, <laughs> to, propaganda. trying to sell you sunblock. Well, fuck. They're wrong, not wrong. <laughs> I don't need no sunblock. I got plenty of melanin. Uh, you said a lot of bullshit on this podcast. So I don't fucking with that one. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm not white as shit. <laughs> You're white as shit. <laughs> First of all, man, I think I'm Chinese. White is the purest driven snow. Um, fuck the Goonies. All right, these kids—they go the on. Goonies are kids. They go on an adventure, and they're like, "Hey, we need what do they got? Real Dungeons and Dragons. They gotta adventure. save the Goondocks. Is that what they call it? Don't they mean yeah. the Boondocks? The I don't boonies? know what they call the Goondocks. It's the Goonies and the Goondocks. It should goonies. be the Boonies and the Boondocks. What the fuck were they thinking? This I don't know. Maybe it's like a Northwest thing that I'm not familiar with. I don't know. Where's Steven Spielberg from? Is he from California? He's from Ohio. I know. Born in Ohio. Yeah, but he went to uh, USC, right? With all the other fools. Chris Columbus, where's this fool from? Pennsylvania. It must be an East Coast thing. Because the movie's filmed in Oregon, but it doesn't necessarily take place in Oregon. I thought it took place in a story of Oregon. Oh, does it? I don't remember. Oh, maybe. Um, But yeah, this uh, they got it wrong. (laughs) <laughs> the boonies. This movie should be called the boonies. <laughs> we gotta save the house. They're all gonna have to move. Um, yeah, the whole reason why everything's about to get forced closed on isn't quite clear to me. Maybe it's a fallout of the old savings loan scandal. Well, what's cool about um, this movie and what makes it good is uh, they didn't feel the need to go into extreme detail about what the causes. They just yeah, it's just set like, up hey, the conflict. Yeah. And let's go. It's because of the rich families somehow. I don't know. It's gentrification of some kind. I don't know. Yeah. Somehow they have the land rights, or I don't know. Uh, but they got to go on an adventure to get fucking One Eyed Willie's rich stuff. It's Which, a, they really say it like that. It sounds like baby batter. They honestly really luck out that this wasn't all just bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Obviously, of course it's a movie. <laughs> I mean, it's a so, movie, but so they honestly yeah. really luck out not to get crushed to death at like 20 <laughs> different spots. Yeah. What shot? Yeah. I mean, just all of it is like, what if that map was bullshit? What if, it, you know what I mean? What if it was a, a hoax? Or even if the pirate map was just more pirate tricks? You know what I mean? All sorts of shit could have gone wrong, but it all works out. Also, do they have pirates up up in the Pacific Northwest? I mean, I, ships go far, so you in theory could. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar of anyone operating in the Pacific Northwest, and I assume what it would have been what, what the the latest what the 1800s. So, that golden seems- age of piracy was yeah. It was when it's also like there wouldn't have been major shipping. 
not up there. And the only way to get to the Northwest is around the uh, the Horn of South America, right? The right because the the, the, the Panama, Panama Canal, Canal yeah. didn't exist for another yeah. hundred years after piracy basically fizzled out. Well, it's like they. I don't well, know. I guess not that far. Like forty years. Uh, I don't know if there was much piracy on the west coast of the United States at all. What was there to pirate? I don't ask me, man. <laughs> I don't. I haven't got to live the pirate's life. Gold Rush is 1840s. That's that's when California really kind of starts to take off. Before then, they really a bunch of old Spanish settlements. Spanish missions. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they were on missions. <laughs> Let's go pirate the Native Americans. They really yeah. deserve it. <laughs> yeah, there wouldn't have been anything to do over there during the age of piracy. That's why I mean, it was the, all the only thing I can think of is that if you they're assuming that they, they the whole story has to be that they fled up there to hide from somebody and they hid their gold and like or can it come back later for it. That's so you've I, that's a crazy hiding trip, spot. Yeah. yeah, that's I mean, you could have just like gone to Canada or Greenland or something. It's like, fuck that, we're gonna go sail all the way around. <laughs> it's basically you know, some place that none of us has ever been before. Yeah, uh, very few uh, white people would ever been to Oregon at this point. Yeah, hmm, interesting. <laughs> I even as a even, uh. I remember learning about the Age of Explorers as a kid in, in piracy in like the fifth mm. grade, and then the next time I watched Goonies, being like, "Oh, this doesn't make sense." Yeah, that's also like kind of calls into question all sorts of shit. Like even in uh, Lost Boys, right? The cave in Santa Cruz they say is uh, used to be like a pirate hideout, right? The cove. Yeah, yeah. No, probably not. <laughs> I mean, again, I I never looked into the pirates of the West Coast. Maybe I'm I'm. It's really pot. It's it was a happy spot. Was, Let's check it out. Piracy. Oh, let me type real quick. No, you're not. <laughs> West Coast. Explorers and pirates of the Pacific Northwest. What? Were there pirates on the West Coast? Two people. Uh, the history of pirates in California does exist, so pirate acts on the West Coast have not been as abundant as the southern U.S. in Louisiana, Florida, and Mississippi. <laughs> Where they had stuff. So I guess they did have pirates in um, California. So... This is a, a, I mean, that's pretty far from Oregon, though. <laughs> Whatever. You all know the plot of the Goonies. You know, everyone knows everything about the Goonies. It's fucking millennials love it. Um, honestly, for good reason. Everyone loves it. My kids are Zoomers. They love it. There's a, it's a fucking good movie for, especially kids' movie. Even just as a movie on its own, it's acted well, it's directed well, it's paced well. It has like some meaningful dialogue in it, pretty much just the wishing well scene. And you're just like, I don't know if I feel bad for these upper middle class kids, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Mouth's dad is a plumber, but that would have been fucking, that'd be a slick ass job today. Yeah, what I mean, was it like those, in the 80s? Those guys, I, mean, I don't think any of those guys are necessarily upper middle class. Like being a museum curator is not an upper middle class job. For if you're a local museum in some yeah, dunk, in Oregon, small town. if you're a museum curator for like the Met, though, yeah, <laughs> yeah, now that's some upper crust, so that's a <laughs> lot of quiche. You kind so of, I think them. you're you're vastly exaggerating the, the, the cash flow these people have, yeah, that's just true. you know, back in the, the 70s, you can you can buy a big house for uh, for a penny because assuming you were you weren't black. The, the, there's another thing about the Goonies, that I also mentioned was Stand By Me, where it's um. You watch it and it seems like in a reasonable adventure that you could actually have, like when you're a kid, where you're like, 
I remember watching this movie. Is like, yeah, we could go up to the lake and I bet fight pirate treasure, you know? Or even like in the fucking creek in the backyard. Or Santa Cruz because oh. fucking Lost Boys said the fucking pirates were there. I mean, Jeez. we saw the cave. We could have gone in it. And then there would have been fucking pirate gold or something. Yeah. Or vampires. <laughs> Mom Sexy said vampires. Just, Mom said there's just drug addicts in there. So <laughs> I'm guessing it's probably just like tons of bats. Like just a crazy amount of bats, guano everywhere. <laughs> oh man, I think I've got some sort of disease. Yeah. Also, I think you have to swim to that cave, anyways, don't you? I don't think I've ever really figured out. When I remember looking at it, not seeing a way to get to it besides swimming. Yeah. So whatever. I don't know. Santa Cruz residents. Uh, you ever been to the cave? What's inside? What's inside a girl? What's inside a cave? Bats. Got some black stuff. Bats. Bats are inside a girl. Yeah, the right type. Same thing inside of a girl is the same thing inside a cave. My type of girl's bats got and drug bats inside her. Yeah, my type of girl's got drugs and bats in her. Drugs and bats and bats and drugs release the bats. That's why I say when I want her to spread her legs. <laughs> release the bats. Release the Bats is a birthday party song. You know who the lead singer and songwriter of the birthday party was? No. Nick Cave, you fool. You did know that. You've just forgotten. Probably. Yeah. Uh, What other shit can I ramble about? Um, It's cool when Mouth uh, tricks the maid with his Spanish. Tells her terrible things. That's not a great way to treat your. He's also um, a polyglot too, because is he translating Latin later too? I think he was. I thought he was just translating Spanish again. Oh, I guess I never really paid close attention, but I, I always thought it was Latin. I didn't know that there were Spanish people named William. Wouldn't it be like Guillaume? Uh, he's you know, not. He just works for Spain. He's actually English. Oh, one of those guys. Actually, I'm sure there's like royalty in Spain that were named William because they're all uh, interbred uh, Anglo and Spanish pieces of shit and stuff. Catherine the Great, great descendants, you know, all that bullshit. But I don't think regular, like a regular pirate from Spain would be named William. I would guess not. In fact, I'm sure there's a Spanish version of William. Uh, Guillaume might be the French one. Wait, wait a minute, Guillermo. Guillermo del Toro is William? Bill? Yeah, that's gotta oh, be. That's Billy del Toro? Yeah. yeah, so this should be fucking one-eyed, one-eyed Guillermo. Yeah, one-eyed Guillermo. <laughs> one-eyed Guillermo. <laughs> that doesn't quite roll off the tongue as well, but it's funnier. Uh, so yeah, there's... Alright, so there's a lot of historical inconsistencies with this film. But it's pretty good for the kids. This is also why we're um, taking VHS called on hiatus. Because um, talking about movies on podcasts, shit's hard. It's, it's what the kids do. Damn movies. That's what I say. Fuck them all. You know what? The movie industry has destroyed America. It's all movies' fault. That's my that's my hot take. No, I think American industry has destroyed movies, not the other way around. No, no, but it's the movies that did it. Just well, like people are always warning, the entertainment is going to ruin us, and it um, did. One point, movies were the greatest thing America was producing, and now more propaganda. And that point was 1963. When did the taxi driver come out? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, we had to see examples of um, French cinema first, but once <laughs> that happened, we then we were able to actually produce good movies. Well, not until Citizen came. <laughs> 
Citizen Kane's all right. I prefer the third man. You would, dirty mm-hmm. boy. Three dudes at the same time. Hanging and banging. Well, uh, whatever. That's good enough. Here's the deal. Goonies is a good movie. I know we barely talked about it. It's there's What can you even say about the Goonies that hasn't already been said? That's the whole point. I mean, we can go plot by plot and go, like, oh, man, that's, that part was great. And this part... Um, One bad thing about the Goonies. It needed an octopus. It does have a squid in it. Yeah. I mean, it's not in the theatrical version, but they did film it, and it's in some versions of the film. Oh, whatever. It's a pretty good movie. The basically, the 80s were a good time for movies. A lot of good shows getting made. Anyone could have make a movie. It didn't all have to be um, some uh, promotional product for some giant conglomeration. And you didn't have to basically make movies to show off. Uh, the, the the whole sole purpose of is recognizing characters in the background so that you could get a better idea of the company's streaming library or something. I don't know. What's the Space Jam 2? That's a direct the, check on Space Jam 2. Yeah, Space Jam 2 just advertising Warner Brothers or HBO Max or some shit. Well, know. they they just fucking doob the, the Scooby-Doo movie. Um, and there's like a million fucking characters in that movie. Was it a Scooby-Doo movie? Yeah, I told you about this. It came out. I would oh, say the animated one mid pan mid pandemic. Yeah, yeah I didn't ever watch it. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is. Finally, whiplash is in it. They're like, if we spend all this money to buy all these other uh, creative companies over the years, we may as well use the characters for the sole purpose of. <laughs> we've been sitting on the gold mine. They all we have to do is just show them. Yeah, we've been sitting on the droogs from the Clockwork Orange for years. Why didn't we think of putting them in kids' movies? <laughs> think of all the money we can make off of the droogs. The highly marketable character. Alex DeLarge. Wonderful. Wonderful. They're going to be on shirts soon, Kyle. They already, I mean... Well, more shirts. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're already quite removed from the source material, so... I don't know. That's I get. It. I just that's what I mean. Is that we're in a dead end culture, we're just experiencing the, the death throes of. Nah, you're just a, you're just an old man. You got an old man brain. Nah, because that's they, what old men say. Nah, because there's still little there's still little sparks of creativity that that make it through. It's you just tell like the the mainstream monoculture. I guess has never been that great in my lifetime, but um, there was a long period of my lifetime where there would be mainstream films that were appealable appealing to you know most people <laughs> like the yeah the, there's the a lot Goonies. of mainstream films that are appealing to most people yeah, avengers uh, infinity war yeah but those are that's like um a toy commercial you know what i mean it's uh yeah uh-huh yeah. oh it's appealing to most people they like those toy commercials like it's got colors and flash shit i it doesn't really have colors though well, we yeah. gotta make everything dark and um, and drab oh, so that the CGI fits better. Let me tell you something about Justice League. <laughs> At least, uh, I mean, there. Are, I hate when people you people shot Marvel and then someone's like, "Well, yeah, what about DC? They're all garbage, man. They're all fucking CGI clown <laughs> show toy commercials." I already shit out of Marvel, but then my, <laughs> I'm just saying that. <laughs> yeah, colors. the reason the reason why everything is dark and drab now is because they think it will make the CGI fit better into it. That's it. And it fucking sucks. And then they think it, oh, it looks so serious. No, it looks like garbage. Garbage. And your CGI looks like clown shit. And you don't know how to write anything <laughs> except shit. for 
fucking your attempt at Joss Whedon pithy dialogue or fucking pseudoscientific jargon or whatever. Uh, oh, what if Robert Downey Jr. just quits his way through having any emotional resonance? Uh-oh, the audience might feel sad for a moment. Better put in a fucking non-joke about Spider-Man's butthole or some shit. <laughs> All my favorite jokes are about Spider-Man's buttholes. Yeah. That's where the... That's where the little stuff comes out. It's a little webby stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they say he makes it in a lab, but he really just bottles it straight from his butthole. Everyone mm-hmm. knows that. His spinnerets near his booty hole. And his his dick is on one of his limbs. Yeah, which one, though? Uh-huh. And, it fall, and it can fall off. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mary Jane. <laughs> this has never happened before. Yeah. That's the real reason he made a deal with the devil. Yeah, so the original point of this podcast was to talk about how movies were better in the 80s. Uh, but everyone, I think everyone kind of realizes that. And... um. Now we're going to move on to how movies are better in the 70s. Yeah, (laughs) and they were. Once you get to like the early 60s and before, or or the mid-90s and after, then yeah, no, they're not good. But like late 60s, 70s, 80s to about mm, 95, that's when movies were good. Now for me, as soon as Home Alone comes out, it's all over. Well, um, I don't know what the podcast ended up being about. Uh, but movies in the 80s were pretty tight. My final message is... Were they uh, booty tight? Yeah, they are booty tight. The final message is uh, just uh, watch more movies. Don't just watch fucking Netflix and algorithm streaming bullshit. Go out of your way to find more movies to watch. Storytelling is one of the coolest things humans can do aside from, like, sex. Um, so I don't know if it's necessarily important, but it's it's, it's pretty tight. So check out more movies and if I mean fucking kill cops. So another important message of this podcast that uh, was grown, yeah, grown over time, <laughs> grown over time. But uh, uh, it was always within me. It just I just had to get brave enough to talk about it on the podcast all the time. <laughs> so final message: watch more movies and kill more cops. Well, it's a good thing this podcast is going on hiatus because we would have been forced to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, VHS uh, Cold. No, no, I got a final message, you son okay. of a bitch. You're the only person who's final messages. I, yeah, got, I, I, got me- I got messages up the butthole. I figured since you usually didn't have anything to talk about on the podcast, you wouldn't have a final oh, message. <laughs> you bring so much to the fucking table. I, I have white work for a living. What do you do? Lift weights. <clears throat> What's your message? Fuck off. That's my message now. <laughs> oh, this is pretty uh, good. I, you know, here's my message. More movies cooler in the 80s? Yes. Um, generally speaking, um, Blockbuster movies are, are shit, but Goonies is a is is a kind of a blockbuster movie that wasn't. Here's my overall point: uh, life sucks. Uh, go every way to find interesting stories, but it's okay to like what you like. Uh, don't listen to Kyle because he's miserable most of the time. You need to be happy too. Wait a second, that's not true though, because you're the one that's miserable all the time. I've been doing great for a couple years now. <laughs> well, get a job. <laughs> I will once I get vaccinated. Also, I had a job for like four and a half years. You you just recently got a job. <laughs> no, you all the time you're talking about how awful life is gonna be. Like you act like you're so optimistic about shit, but then like you're like, oh, there's no future, we're all gonna die, the world's ending. <laughs> and then, then you you and they constantly are judging people for the fucking their movie choices, which is like the most inconsequential thing in the world. 
Yeah, but how serious do you? I'm going to start judging about... for their book choices and, uh, and how, if they know what two plus two is. Well, how serious do you think I'm about um, the value of another human being based on movies they watch? I might not, not at all. But then this whole podcast, <laughs> the, the whole end of this podcast is a joke. But then you come back on me and get mad at me for making jokes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Anyhow, that's it. That's the end of VHS cult for I don't know. How long do you think it'll take to get a job? And um, what kind of job do you want? Well, I'm gonna have to and go. How through. much money do you want? Well, the, the I'm not gonna be able to get a job that provides much more than minimum wage. I don't think. And I'm sure I'm gonna have to go through. And few, how far away do you want to drive? Not very far. And I'll have to go through a few jobs before I probably find a job that I'll want to actually like, you know, or not want to work at, but will be satisfactory enough that I'll want to, I'll be able to work there. What's what, what do you think? Three months? No Four months? I don't know if you're lucky. I think if you just want any job and you're willing to take it, you can get a job pretty quick. But if you want to find a job that gives you any kind of, I don't know, not necessarily satisfaction, but peace of mind at the end of the day, the day where you, then it's going to, it's going to be some months. All right, we'll see you guys again Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's, let's, do a, let's do a firm day. Um, oh, do you want to do one for, just do you want to do one special episode for your birthday? Oh, uh, yeah, we'll be back in July 7th. For, one, for at least one special episode, and we'll see. We'll watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's a good summer movie. All right, that works. I think it came out in the summer, right? Uh, I, I think I saw it in the summer. Did you see uh, Did you go? You were only been four when it came out, right? Mm-hmm. I, I definitely saw it in the movie theater. I remember seeing Secret of the Ooze in the movie theater, but I don't think I saw the first one in the movie theater. All right. I don't remember when it came out. I want to say it was summer. or It was either late summer or early fall. Oh, well, yeah, maybe because they didn't. Yeah, maybe. No, no, this is like, back when, movie the- when movies would play for like four months in the theater, so I yeah. could also sign away. Hmm, 1990. That would have been like the height of Turtle fame, though. They, I don't know. I don't. Did the. I don't know. We'll all figure it out by the time we watch it. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we'll be back July 7th to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And at that point, we'll have probably another update on whether if we're going to be back consistently or whatever. But just July 7th, tune in, uh, d- drop out. What was it? What did the, the fucking Timothy Leary say with the acid thing? Yeah, tune in, drop, drop, out. drop, drop on, drop in, tune out, and drop. Drop off. I don't Drop know. Drop acid. <laughs> yeah. Drop acid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, aside from that, VHSCult.com, we still have another podcast where we just talk about random shit. That's uh, still, that will still Sometimes be Sometimes movies will be, uh, we'll talk about movies on that one. Probably because most of my life revolves around lifting weights and watching movies, like you said. So that's all I got to talk about. <laughs> um, that's every Monday still, so check that out. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Spotify and rate and review. Apparently, following the podcast on Spotify helps in some yeah, we way. Yeah, one of those ridiculous Spotify contracts. Yeah, those. so do that for you. Do that for this podcast, but specifically do it for the other one because that's the one that's going to exist by itself for a while. But VHSCult.com, you can listen to both podcasts and see links and shit. You can follow Sean on Twitter at a Sean McDonald's. Um, I don't ever post anything on Twitter. So I don't know if it's worthwhile, but give us money, please. Alms for the poor. Alms for the poor. So 
goodbye. That's it for VHS Cult. Not for the VHS Cult as a larger movement, but for the podcast that is time. No, Cult over. Cult. <laughs> it's so hard to say. <coughs> we'll see you at the crossroads, crossroads, so you won't be lonely. Uh, that's it. The Goonies is pretty tight. This podcast is pretty tight. See you in July. It was the hottest shit. Yes! 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 The Yes! 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 Yes!